Welcome to KC Corner, episode 64. We were saying, I've run out of athletes with the numbers, but you have one apparently. I have one. 64. It has nothing, it's the greatest athlete. She went undefeated in high school in tennis. She not oh, only yeah. not never lost a match, she never lost a, a game in mm-hmm. tennis. It was 6-0, 6-0 every time. And it's my beloved Katie and 64 might be the year she was born. I don't think you're supposed to mention those things. And so, um, so I was going to uh, say, she's definitely not 64 years no, old. No, she's not you're even close around. to 64. Exactly. But it might be the year she was born. So, And she may it. have had a slight competitive advantage being in Japan and probably a foot taller than Yeah, she was a foot taller. And, <laughs> and so lobs were a very important part of the game. <laughs> and uh, it exactly. was great. She, was she uh, towered over everyone else. She so. did in, in, in every way. And, you know, in stature, in beauty. <laughs> And intellect and athleticism. So, and it's her birthday month. And it is her birthday. It's month. her That's birthday right. month. Wish her happy birthday. So, this year. And happy Mother's Day. Sunday. Month long. It's it's the twenty seventh of May. By there the we way, go. we got a little so, bit then. Yeah, we, we got some presents. time. Exactly. <laughs> send presents. Send cash. Really. That's that. Yeah. Every, no one. No one will say no to that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but going into what you meant to say this past week. Well, you know, Mother's Day is Sunday, and when uh, let me let me tie this into what I meant to say. Are you ready for this one? Yes. So, you know, uh, do you remember as a kid when they you would have to make a, in school, you make something for mom and a Mother's Day present. And it's really cool because as Katie is still teaching and Allie's teaching, um, they just had, uh, Katie's class had a Mother's Day tea. And they had all this artwork that they were displaying for the moms, you know. And when you make something for mom, you want it to be the best it can be. And I remember, I think it was second grade, Brooks, is that... We made these pins for mom and uh, some kind of clay pin and and really, um, you know, it was a blob of something that you painted. And, you know, some kids painted theirs red, some kids painted them pink, some kids painted them blue or white. And I said, my mom's the best. I want to use every color I could find. And so, you know, I I just mixed all the colors thinking it's going to make the most beautiful ever, present ever. And it really came out to be, and I'm colorblind, but I'm pretty sure it was poop brown uh, mm-hmm. by the yeah. time it was all done, you know. And uh, I remember giving them to my mom, and and she acted as if I gave her, you know, something from the Queen. I mean, mm-hmm. it was she thought they were like priceless diamonds, and and uh, I remember her wearing them, and and people probably said, "Excuse me, ma'am, I think a bird just pooped on your on your on your blouse there," you know. And uh, I'm sure that they were like. Uh, Man, that poor lady. She's got spots on her on her on her outfit. She doesn't even know it, you know. But she wore it with pride. Um, uh, but I wanted to make something so beautiful, and I I just made something that looked like poo. And uh, <laughs> and when it comes to uh, last Sundays, what I meant to say is, you know, Christ alone. We talk about the pillars of the faith. That's the one that I just want to make so beautiful. That's the one of all of them is like, you know, that's the fulcrum. That's the center point of these five pillars, and that's. That's the center. Jesus is the center point of the Bible. Uh, he is the center point uh, of the the Reformation. He's the center point of the gospel, and he should be the center point of our life. And that's that's just he needs to be in the rightful place as King of Kings, Lord of Lords, only Savior, only Mediator. And to be honest with you, Brooks, it was fine on Sunday, but I just uh, I just. It's like that baseball game where you just hope that your arm is electric, that your mm-hmm. fastball is hitting numbers on the gun it never hit before. And, you know, you, 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 the harder you, you wind up, the, the less it seems to go, you know. And so, so I think it was, it was fine. But really what I meant to say uh, was that, you know, 
Christ Jesus uh, it needs to be in the center. He is truly the only Savior, the only one the Father gave us, the only one qualified to save us, the only mediator who can represent us to the Father is God and man. I mean, just there's so much beauty, there's so much depth, there's so much um, just... This is Jesus, you know, the eternal God who became flesh and dwelt among us. This is the spotless Lamb of God. And uh, uh, I wish I had this one over again a little bit. I wish I had a little bit of a do-over. And again, not that it was bad. I think there was a lot of good information. But uh, I think I started my sermon, and I didn't have this in my notes, saying it's like at a restaurant, you know, I don't want to put too much on people's plates. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I want them to be able to see the beauty of the presentation as well as enjoy each texture, each taste and uh i don't know it felt more like stew and so and so uh um, well you're doing a little bit different this week you're kind of bouncing around with different verses you'd go through a couple points and then jump through a different book with a few verses so yeah it was a, it was a new uh layout for no, thank you that's, that's good it was a little bit of a different layout and uh um in in any way but the bottom line is what i meant to say is christ alone truly is our hope i mean mm-hmm. he is our peace he is our life uh he is the one that we're going to get home because of him. And, uh, um, I mean, he's that big brother who came to look for us that was lost that had no chance. And um, the beauty of Jesus is so glorious um, that, you know, it's it's not what I meant to say. I never could have – I don't have the ability to say it. You know, no one does. Uh, but, um, but God is great. And this is where you really, as a preacher, you realize the Holy Spirit does his job too. You know, mm-hmm. and his job is to just to take uh, – uh, what is preached the gospel and the foolishness of the gospel or, or, or from preaching and apply the beauty of Christ. So I trust it. Um, uh, you know, it was, it was, maybe it turned out to be more like one of those pins, <laughs> uh, but, um, but it really is absolutely glorious that mm-hmm. he alone is our savior, our mediator, and we should live for him. Yeah. And I love the point that he's uniquely qualified, fully yeah. God and fully man. And it has nothing to do with us or nothing to do with your preparation of preaching or anything like that. It's all through him. Amen. And he is fully qualified. And, you know, you think about that, plus he's the only one given by the Father. And that that's a point that really hit me, too, is like how much we seek for something apart from him. I had a conversation with a, 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 someone I just dearly love, um, and, sh- and she was sharing with me about a family member who isn't a believer and how, uh, this family member believes in reincarnation. And, uh, um, you know, this, this beloved one was saying, ah, just how futile, I mean, just to repeat this over and over and over again. And, uh, it really made me realize that, you know, we all want to believe in something. Um, but to believe in the truth of who Christ is, is so, wonderfully beautiful and glorious that we don't have to hope in re- a, a reincarnation we have a savior who's defeated death who's opened up heaven it's not an endless cycle anymore or never n- not that it ever was but mm-hmm. you know we have hope it's really good stuff yeah now you guys talk about that a little bit in casey essentials if you want to go back and listen to it but with people that aren't believers that question you it's not through your power of knowledge and be able to drop knowledge bombs on them or yeah. put facts in their face or anything like that. It's through him. It's through the Holy Spirit. Him. I mean, that's really the Holy Spirit's job is to give us ears to hear. I mean, if we're dead in our trespasses and sins, it doesn't matter what I meant to say or how good I said it. It really, I mean, preaching, it's something called effectual calling. It's like uh, 
the way that it really uh, bears fruit, it has to be accompanied by the Holy Spirit. And even as good as Billy Graham was, and man, there was probably no one better in my lifetime of just presenting the gospel. There were some who came down the aisle and there's some who didn't. Mm -hmm. And so was it because of Billy's words or was it the power of the spirit? So yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good, good, good point, Brooks. I gotcha. Look at you pulling (laughs) in the KC essentials. And if I had to redo that, I'd probably call them KC distinctives, by the way, Mm -hmm. but let's, We've already, we've already branded it next, <laughs> exactly, next time, exactly. next, next spring. <laughs> I love branding. We'll look this up more. <laughs> Made the graphics and everything. Exactly. Oh, that's great. So looking to uh, Mother's Day this Sunday. Hey, Mother's Day, everybody, stop right now. Do you Have you sent your card to your mom? Have you gotten your gift? Uh, what are you doing? Uh, least call her. And uh, um, I, will, I, I don't have that ability anymore. My mom is with Jesus. And uh, I don't know. I think she's got to be one of his favorites, I really think. But... <laughs> Um, Teacher's pet. <laughs> exactly. So here we are in the midst of this uh, Pillars of the Faith, and we're taking a bit of a detour on Mother's Day. And, you know, Mother's Day for me, for preachers, is kind of a difficult one because, you know, not everybody's a mom and uh, not everybody um, has a positive experience. Not everybody has a world-class mom like me and you. And so, uh, you know, so how do you do this in a way that keeps it pointed at Jesus, in a way that keeps it um, away from you know, kind of, it's, it's one of those things you can step in. It's like, you know, Mother's Day at a church is, if you don't acknowledge it, oh man, it's like you're in trouble. And, uh, but um, for the, the, the single woman uh, or for the one who recently lost a mom or for the one who uh, didn't have the greatest relationship with mother, um, uh, it's hard. So, but what I, I, what I hope to say, and I'm really excited about this. And if you're listening, would you pray for me? Because we're going to look at not motherhood. We're going to look at womanhood. You know, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a woman? And I've entitled my sermon, The Roar of Women. And uh, um, and I want to... You missed a chance to do the Shania Twain, I feel like a woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well I, might, I might use it in my sermon. I might, I might have a dance piece ready to go. And so, and so you can get be, Eric up there with you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Eric, man. He, he, he is quite a dancer up there, so... Uh, you said Eric, and I thought of Caleb's roommate, the, oh, yeah, your, no, no, the no. guy you work with. I'm like, I, why would Eric be up there? <laughs> right, anyway, um, all right, let me, can I get back to this, sorry, please? Sorry, yeah, sorry. No worries. So, um, you know, we're going to look at the very beginning of the story and just the incredible uh, grace of God and the, and the wisdom of God to create woman in, in his image. And so uh, there's so much confusion today with genders. There's so much confusion today with our sexuality and um, we cannot help but be affected by culture. We, we, you know, for us to say it doesn't affect us is nonsense because when you live in the midst of our times, um, the pervasive thoughts are so pervasive, they just wrap all around you. And so sometimes you just got to say, okay, um, please, let me go back to the word of God and tell me what did God intend for woman and, and why? Why? Why is it? And it's, and it's really his glorious good design of woman. And, you know, for God's plan, let me just give one sneak peek. For, for God's plan to be accomplished, to fill the earth with his glory, we have to multiply. And you cannot multiply without a male and a female. You can, you can redefine marriage. You can redefine so many things. But the bottom line, if there's ever going to be a, a multiplication, it's going to come from a male and a female. You can't get away from it, you know? <laughs> You, know, you can't have two males uh, that will ever be able to to multiply or two females. God's good design is this is the story. And so why? 
Um, so that's what we want to uncover. And again, it's probably my challenge on Sunday. It will probably be something that I could preach uh, for the entire year and have more information to say. Mm-hmm. I also have to acknowledge that, you know, this is something, uh, and I wouldn't say new to me, um, but being a non-denominational church, you know, um, it's it's it, I, I, such a long time being a part of a denomination that had pretty clear roles of men and women and cl- pretty clear defined understanding of that. Um, when you're non-denominational, it's like, okay, what is it we believe? And uh, again, it better always be God's word. What mm-hmm. does God's word teach? And not that they're not believing that in denominations, but it really has made me kind of go after this in a new and fresh way. And it's uh, it's been a joy studying it. I'm a little bit nervous because you always want to make sure, am I saying enough? Um, you know, I don't want to leave on the cutting f- floor uh, some of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I hope to say is this glorious design that God has of woman and what is her worth equal? Um, what is her role? And uh, how does it all work? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it starts it, with Adam. I mean, picturing him. Just a man's dream in nature with animals that he's naming and a, the perfect garden and everything. And he still felt empty. He needed a companion with Isn't him. that, you know, I, I love you for saying that because that's so spot on. It's such a, it was so amazing um, what God was doing as he's letting Adam show dominion and name the animals and also realize he's alone. He doesn't have a helpmate. <laughs> and even the word helpmate is interesting because it's not something that our culture embraces, you know, mm-hmm. and uh what does that mean? So we'll, we'll unpack that a little bit. But it's a great story. Great story. Great story, Brooksy. Moving to KC News. Uh, KC Essentials is off this week. That's uh, right. What, what else do we have? Uh, so we have a couple big things. We mentioned Mother's Day. That's this Sunday. Um, and then the following Sunday is the 16th. And we're going to do a uh, our what we call our KC Family Luncheon. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be a cookout. And so looking forward to that. And it's also going to be a work day. And so we're going to try to uh, get our playground ready for the mulch to arrive and the fence. <clears throat> and so a great opportunity for the church to come together and hang out. So this Sunday, big Sunday, come bring your mama um, if you are able. And uh, uh, let's come and worship together. And then the following Sunday, come and, and be ready to work afterwards and uh, have lunch together. So a couple of big days i'm really excited about what's coming up so mm-hmm. it seems like i'm missing something too oh um the you know we we introduced on sunday this commission 127 this opportunity to work with um f- the foster care system that our church can come alongside foster camp foster care families and provide some additional support love and care and so we introduced a video on Sunday. Barbara Carpenter is going to be at the point of this, and um, we're we're right. The, we're taking the month of May and investigating: is this something that God wants us to do? And the way we feel like He'll answer that is there'll be people in our congregation who say, "Yeah, I want to be a part of this." So um, every Sunday there will be an opportunity to learn more, um, and I'm really excited about it, Brooks. I feel like this fits into the DNA of who King's Chapel is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I feel like God is calling us to fight for life, uh, especially life at risk, whether in the womb or out of the womb. And what does that look like? And um, this seems to be a great opportunity for us. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. 
Well, come see us on the 16th for the KC Family Luncheon. This yep. Sunday for Mother's Day, and see you guys soon. All right, sounds good, Brooks. And listen, go Bolts. Go Bolts. Playoffs, playoffs are coming. A couple more games left. <laughs> it's right. playoff time. Love it. <laughs>